The final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. He gives it back to TJ, who gives it a low to Yo on the pick and roll. And Yo throws it down. The throwdown is a Yo down. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. BYU fans, BYU gets a victory to close the WCC regular season and the regular season as a whole. 87-73 over San Diego. They have now officially... As Mark Durant and Greg Rebell said, exercise the demons of the loss to San Francisco at the Marriott Center. BYU heads into the WCC tournament as the three seed. That was clinched before the game. The only question, as Greg Rebell said, is whether or not BYU will have the will finish tied second in the West Coast Conference. Just an update on that, and I'll give you an update before we go off the air and send you back to the Marriott Center. Right now in the second half with 12.50 left to, the go, left to go in the second half, Gonzaga has a 47-42 lead on St. Mary's. I'm going to give you one other score in the WCC right now and update it again a little bit later. Santa Clara has a 46-41 lead on Portland. Why is that, why is that of interest? Well, it's of interest because of seeding and possible opponents going into the WCC tournament. We'll get to that in just a moment as well. But as Greg said, if I've read the tea leaves right from all the tiebreakers and everything else, the seeds are set. We'll give them to you coming up in a minute. We'll also tell you who faces who the first day, second day, and possibilities of who BYU may face during the WCC tournament. That's all coming up in the next segment of Cougar Post Game Live. BYU holds off a late run by the Toreros after being up 20. The Toreros cut it to within six. But BYU holds San Diego scoreless for the final two minutes and 22 seconds. BYU goes on an 8-0 run to close the game. Yoli Childs leads the Cougars with 29 points and 13 rebounds. He had uh, nine rebounds, I think 11-9 and nine at half, so a nice second half for, uh, scoring-wise for Yoli. Big rebounding first half for Yoli. T.J. Haas scores 26. Get this, guys. T.J. Haas coming down the stretch of this season may not have led the Cougars in scoring every game like he didn't here, but his efficiency has been what's carried this BYU team. Listen to T.J.'s line, line tonight. Scored 26 points. On six of eight shooting, missed two shots all night long, three of four from three, 11 of 12 from the free throw line. He hit 11 of 12 from the free throw line. Yuli Childs, by the way, 19 free throws tonight. He hit four of them. BYU shot 70, almost 74% from the free throw line, 56% from three. I said at half, the BYU needed to hit a few more threes. They end up five for nine. Shooting fifty six per or about fifty five point six percent, fifty two point two percent from the field. A great that would that that would qualify as what we like to say a great shooting night for BYU fans. Remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Simply mention BYU fifty or use the online promo code BYU fifty at PapaJohns dot com. That. That deals good on Monday and receive 50% off pizza. That's used the promo code BYU50 at PapaJohns.com for 50% off your pizza on Monday. This offer is good at any Utah location. Coming up next, we'll give you a scoreboard update from BYU Athletics. We'll update you on the WCC scoreboard. And I'll also tell you the seedings and the pairings and who BYU could possibly face at the WCC tournament in their first game. That's all coming up next. On Cougar Post Game Live, it comes your way next on the BYU 
New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Post Game Live on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. It is Cougar Post Game Live. I'm Ben Bagley, your host here at the BYU Radio Studios. BYU gets an 87-73 win over San Diego thanks to a nice defensive well, defensive run. Final 222. BYU holds the Toreros scoreless. BYU goes on an 8-0 run. They get the 87-73 victory. They head to Las Vegas as a three seed. More on that in just a moment. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap for each three-pointer BYU makes. Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Today, the Cougars made eight three-pointers for a total of $400, bringing the donation total for the season at 11 thousand two hundred and fifty dollars that's a lot of money thank you mountain america and thank you byu now checking the byu athletics scoreboard sarah hampson scored a career high 18 points and helped the byu women's basketball team to a 69 64 win over santa clara earlier this evening at the earlier this afternoon at the marriott center the cougars Going into the WCC tournament, winning six straight games and finishing conference play with a record of 15-3, and three. they're guaranteed a buy into the semifinals on Monday of the WCC Women's Basketball Tournament, but whether they'll be the one or two seed, not yet determined. BYU baseball took two or three games against Lamar this weekend, capping the series off with a 3-0 shutout today. Justin Sterner, Blank Ione, and Drew Zimmerman combined for the shutout with Sterner getting the win. Let's check your WCC scoreboard as you want to stay up to date on this, don't you? Because Gonzaga has a 53-44 victory over St. Mary's with 10 minutes to go in the second half. If Gonzaga holds on and beats St. Mary's, BYU and St. Mary's would finish tied for second in the WCC regular season. St. Mary's does have the tiebreaker. will go in as the two seed, but BYU and St. Mary's tied for second. That's a nice finish for BYU. Nice turnaround in conference play. Uh, with 10-14 left in the second half, Santa Clara has a one-point lead on Portland. Portland is yet to get a victory in conference play. Santa Clara at Portland, 50-49. to Finals from earlier today, LMU beat San Francisco in San Francisco, 74-69. That victory by LMU gave BYU the third seed before the tip of tonight's game even took place. Pacific beats Pepperdine 73-72. And, of course, our games, BYU beats San Diego 87-73. We'll keep updating you throughout the postgame on the Gonzaga-St. Mary's game and Santa Clara-Portland. But as things sit right now, it looks like the seeds are set for the men's side of the WCC tournament. Of course, going in as the number one seed, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. St. Mary's will have the two seed. BYU, your BYU Cougars, with a three seed. San Francisco, the four seed. LMU, the five seed. Santa Clara, the six seed. Regardless uh, what happens tonight against Portland. Uh, Pepperdine, or San Diego is the seven seed. Pepperdine is the eight. Pacific, the nine. And Portland, the ten seed. Now, here's how things are going to play out in Las Vegas. On Thursday, Pacific will face Pepperdine and San Diego versus Portland. Friday, the winner of the Pacific Pepperdine game will face LMU, while the winner of the San Diego Portland game will fi- face Santa Clara. Why do you want to know that? Well, because on Saturday, BYU will play their first game. Uh, before them, USF San Francisco 
will face the winner of Pacific Pepperdine or L- or the winner of the Pacific Pepperdine versus LMU game. So they'll face either Pacific Pepperdine or LMU. While BYU will wait till Friday night to find out who they will play on Saturday, but they will play one of three teams: San Diego, Portland, or Santa Clara. Those are the three teams. Are the three possible uh, opponents BYU will face on Saturday night in Vegas. That game right now is slated to tip at 11.59 Eastern on ESPN2. So get your nap next Saturday as you're going to need it to watch the, watch the Cougars play a late game against either San Diego, Portland, or Santa Clara. That's going to wrap things up for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for Cougar Locker Room Show. show. Your final score, once again, BYU. Gets the win tonight over San Diego. 87-73. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Doubles to the free throw line, gets to TJ, pulls, fires, scores from three. TJ Haas rattles it home. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome into our Sport Court courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Our Sport Court courtside interview guest tonight is Yoli Childs. Yoli tonight, double-double. 29 points, 13 rebounds. His second straight double-double over the Toreros. And for Yoli's career now, you can give him 37 double-doubles, 17 on the year. 37 double-doubles, by the way, Yo, tie you with someone named Kyle Collinsworth for third place all-time at BYU. Pretty decent company. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> I'm only 37 behind Yoli. <laughs> Double-doubles. <laughs> Speaking of uh, historical notes, Yoli passed up Lee Kamard on the Cougars' scoring tally tonight. Coach Lee Kamard. It's rarefied air. I bet he's going to let Coach Lee Kamard know about it, too. Do we think Lee's aware? <laughs> oh, of course. I made him aware. I, I'm not big into stats or looking stuff up, but that's the one. That's the one I had to look up so I could talk to him a little bit this week. <laughs> How good was it to get back on the home hardwoods, have a challenge, have a team come back at you again, and then flip it around, finish it off right after what happened last time you were out here? It's awesome. It feels good. Uh, about that eight-minute timeout, Coach Rose looked at us and said, uh, we're trying to do it on our own. You know, he said it kind of looks a little bit like the San Francisco game, and uh, let's learn from that and not let it happen again. And I think that's something that's awesome about this team is guys are just willing to learn, willing to get better, and uh, I think we showed that we were able to take another step. You guys were down a starter tonight. Uh, no Gavin Baxter. Uh, didn't have him this week. He's been sick. We wish him the best, of course. That's also a part of this thing tonight too, right, a rallying to, to make up for a pretty important part uh, of your puzzle. Yeah, for sure. We really missed Gavin out there tonight. Especially in that first half, we kind of had to adjust to our guards coming down and boxing out the, the help side big. Uh, with Gavin in there, he's so long that a lot of times he just cleans it up for us. So definitely hurts not having him out there. And uh, we're really excited to get him back out and playing with the team again. And Gavin's kind of a defensive presence back there. But, Yoli, I thought tonight was the best defensive game I've seen you play. I thought you were dominant out there on both ends. But defensively, it was terrific. Did you kind of feel like... That you had to step up a little defensively because of Gavin, and, and uh, you know, you got Pinheiro, and that's a pretty good front line for uh, for San Diego. Yeah, they, they definitely play really well together. They they played together for four years now, and uh, they just know what they're doing. So everyone on our team knew we had to step up on the defensive end. Uh, they're a very good offensive team, but they're a team that makes some mistakes, so we knew we had to exploit that and get in those passing lanes a little bit. So 29 points, 13 rebounds tonight, 27 points, 12 rebounds in your first game 
against San Diego. Must like playing these guys. Uh, they're, they're one of the few teams in our league that doesn't double the post, so uh, we really look to throw it in there against teams like this, and uh, I feel like I'm used to getting it in there and kicking it out, but against teams like this, it's kind of just throw it in and play one-on-one. So you averaged 28 points in the two games against San Diego. Uh, T.J. Haas went out and averaged 30.5 points in the two games against San Diego. It takes more than just two guys, but clearly you two uh, took a lot of responsibility uh, to get these two games done against this really good team. For sure. I think uh, our, our guys got us open a lot, though. We looked in uh, at halftime. Coach said 12 of our buckets had nine assists on them. So I think the guys were sharing the ball well and popping it around, and uh, they definitely make it a lot easier for us. And BYU finished with a 15 assists on 24 makes tonight. Yoli Child's our guest. So you know you're the three seed, and you kind of knew you were the three seed coming into tonight's game. Did that uh, have anything to do with how you mentally thought about San Diego tonight, knowing that win or lose wasn't going to affect your seeding? It was just most important to get out, get the W play right, and, and get back on the winning track. Yeah, it didn't affect us at all. Coach acknowledged it before the game. He said, uh, we're going to be the three seed, win or lose, but that's not what it's about. It's about going out and getting better and competing every day. And uh, I think it was really important to do it for the seniors tonight, you know, to go out with that, that taste in their mouth of winning and uh, having a positive crowd out here tonight. So I think it was really fun to just get out here and win it for them. All right, Sport Court courtside interview with Yoli Childs continues right after this. BYU is a winner over San Diego, 87-73 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougars finished their regular season tonight the right way with a win over San Diego, 87-73. The Toreros now uh, 0-9 all-time at the Marriott Center, 0-8 in WCC games. So BYU stays perfect against this team here on this floor. Yoli Childs, our guest, as the sport court courtside interview subject tonight. Yoli with 29 points and 13 rebounds. Gonzaga, by the way, now leading St. This is crazy. It's a two-point game at halftime. Now it's a 20-point game. Gonzaga's up 64-44. to If this score holds and Gonzaga wins, BYU and St. Mary's will have tied for second in the WCC at 11-5. We already know that BYU is the third seed going in to Las Vegas. Yoli with us as he attempts to do both autograph signings and to do a post-game interview. That's the kind of guy he multitasks. He's a very skilled low-post player that way. So uh, three seed we talked about. Second place, what would that mean to you going into Vegas uh, right behind Gonzaga as the second-place team in this league? Uh, you know, it's exciting to, to I, th- I think, uh, be so competitive and uh, the best the WCC's ever been, you know, top to bottom. Everyone's so good. Uh, we were looking at the standings today, and every single team is a solid team, and it's tough competition night in and night out. So uh, when the conference is this good, it's exciting to have a, as good of a conference play as we did. And as good as the league was this year, yo, none of your losses came outside of that top four, right? There was Gonzaga, there was St. Mary's, there was San Francisco, but then none of, none of the other teams got you this year. And, and uh, you know, different years you'll lose a game here or two there that maybe you go oh, we shouldn't have lost this year it really wasn't that way yeah i think uh that goes all the way back to the summer uh, all summer we were talking about that we we got to win the games we're supposed to win and i think that was huge in conference we really stepped up and won the games that we were supposed to win well you had a tough week last week and then you had a whole week of practice what was kind of the focus of practice this week we were more focused on ourselves on what we could do individually to get better and what we could do to help this team and practice was intense, and that's something that 
is awesome about this team. Win or lose, practice is about getting better. Guys are going at each other, playing hard, and it was a exciting, uh, hard-fought week of practice. You took uh, you took 19 free throws tonight. Did I? That's a that's new a ca- that's a new career high for you, for by the sure. way. The previous high was 13. You took 19 tonight, made 14 of 19. So new career highs for you in free throws attempted and free throws made. You'd never made more than eight free throws in the game. You made 14 tonight. Made your living at the line. That's big time. I'm proud of their their coach for picking me as the shooter. <laughs> That's right, dude. That had to yeah, happen. I you looked, channeled your inner uh, t- TJ. Yeah, I, look, I, look, I looked over and I was like, please pick me. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, let's go through that situation there. TJ gets rung up and uh, he had to sit, right? So yeah. they, they got to pick who they wanted. Uh-huh. They had to pick who they wanted and... I don't know. I told the ref. I was like, I hope they pick me. I've shot a lot. I'm pretty warm. And that was a two-for-two trip, wasn't it, Mark? I think that was. Yeah, he made both. Absolutely. That was a two-for-two trip. So 14 of 19 on the night. Career highs for Yo there on a big night, uh, 29 and 13. All right. So, hey, it's finally uh, league tournament time. No better time of the year. College basketball is great that way. Nothing like it. Heading to Vegas. Uh, You know that there will be teams playing on Thursday. There will be teams playing on Friday. And you're not any one of those teams. Yep, yep, that's big. And uh, we're just all really excited. You know, crazy things happen in March, and uh, we're just pumped. I wish we could play tomorrow. You know, we're Monday, Cougar fans, sorry <laughs> about that. I wish we could play Monday. <laughs> I'm really excited to get out there and uh, make something special happen. One last thing, senior night. Uh, you talk about those guys, but particularly Luke. I know you've been played a lot of basketball with and against him the last few years, but maybe your thoughts on those two guys. Man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I was almost getting emotional before the game. All the way through high school until uh, now, I've never been so close to a group of seniors. You know, these two are unbelievable people. They're unbelievable basketball players and they're unbelievable men. Uh, they're, they're two guys that uh, just impact my life a ton. I go to Luke and McKay for advice. Uh, we talk about spiritual things. We talk about things on the court. Uh, they were groomsmen at my wedding, you know, like these are these are two guys that mean so much to me and uh, They're two guys that even the last three games or so I've just been thinking like It's crazy that we're not gonna play together again. We got to go out there and play hard for these guys and uh, I couldn't be more proud to be one of their teammates and I really love those dudes It sounds like you'd like this run with them to continue for a few more weeks for sure for <laughs> sure uh, It's such a fun group to play with and I really hope we can go out and do something special it's uh, You mentioned your wedding a moment ago. Let's shout out your wife and uh, let Cougar Nation know her name, what she does, how she doing, and uh, what's next uh, for her. For sure. Megan Childs, unbelievable woman, love of my life. Uh, she just makes me better every single day. You know, she's, she's honestly made me a better basketball player, a better person. And uh, she plays volleyball at UVU, redshirted this year with a knee injury. And uh, hopefully we can get her back out there next year. She's pretty good. She's a lot more <laughs> athletic than me, believe it or not. No, she's she's a beast. Uh, we, we got a couple offers for our, our firstborn son already. So uh, she's awesome. Uh, love her more than anything. Well, you're awesome, too. Always good having you with us courtside. Uh, great work tonight, you and the guys. Nice way to finish it out. And we'll, we will see you this next week to come as we get ready for Las Vegas. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that is Yoli Childs, tonight's Sport Court courtside interview. Sport Court champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Coach's comments coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. 
guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, everything's lined up and set up for Las Vegas. Seedings are set. Game's almost final tonight in the West Coast Conference, but we know where people will be. Gonzaga's a one, St. Mary's a two, BYU a three, USF a four, LMU the five, Santa Clara the six, San Diego the seven, Pep the eight, Pacific the nine, Portland the ten. There you go, one through ten. And BYU doesn't have to worry about anything until next Saturday night. Teams will play on Thursday and then Friday, and then BYU will tip it off Saturday. That much we know. Cougars today defeating San Diego. And our final score here is 87-73. to Joining us courtside. Pinch hitting for Coach Rose is Coach Tim Lacombe. Tim, good to have you on. Thank you. I have warning track power on my pinch hitting spot. Solid to the gap. Either way, I hear, with yep. Coach Lacombe. So uh, congratulations on the W tonight. Uh, nice to get back on this floor. And you know, Coach brought it up. Um, it was a rough week. Uh, two lost weeks haven't happened for this team in a long time. In fact, BYU hadn't lost back-to-back games since, uh, since late December. Um, really solid league campaign. Consecutive losses, not a thing until last week. So just the – and then having to sit on it too a little bit longer, right? And then getting back tonight. Just the whole approach for the team and how you think the guys responded. Uh, you know, as you say, it was uh, it was a hard week last week, and, you know, particularly that San Francisco game that we felt like we played so well for 32 minutes. And, um, and then, you know, going up to Spokane and not playing very well. We had a long time to sit on it. But one thing this team's been is a really good practice team. And, Greg, you've seen it. You come to practice. Our guys practice hard every day. They, they have a real purpose to them, and, and they're together. And as long as you can keep your guys together and keep working hard and practicing and trying to improve, you know, you got a chance to win games. And um, it was nice tonight, you know, as, as the game kind of came down the wire, it was starting to look familiar, you know, the way we, we, we went through about a four-minute stretch where it got, uh, it got a little – Harry, but um, we, you know, the guys stayed composed and we made free throws and made plays and took care of the ball. Um, you know, did enough defensively to to win against. I think a really good. I think San Diego is a really good team. Yeah, and you got a uh, coach a curveball thrown at you with Gavin uh, not being able to play tonight. So uh, I thought uh, we just had Yoli on, as you know. I, I thought Yoli had maybe his best defensive game tonight. I thought it was just terrific and. Pinero's great player. He held him to 10. I mean, that's that's a pretty impressive performance from from Yoli. Everybody tonight, obviously, but but stopping Pinero. Yeah, we swarmed to the ball, and you know, we our our active hands, you know, from everybody really kind of created turnovers and got us some easy baskets. And uh, really, to Zach's credit too, Zach guarded Pinero a lot of yeah, the time. Right. And um, you know, what we've seen with Pinero is he's a handful. Um, so you got to mix up looks. You got to mix up putting bigger guys and smaller guys on him just so he can't get in a rhythm, and get comfortable. You know, just uh, referencing San Diego here, just how good this league has been this year. You can look at just this this little tidbit right here. Uh, San Diego is going to be a 7 seed. They're going to play on Thursday. They swept the team that swept you. They swept San Francisco, which, you know, right. is a pretty dang good team. So that's where it kind of is in this league. Uh, from top to bottom, you're going to find challenges uh, night in, night out. And there are no easy scouts, and there's tough guards all over this league. And the way San Diego played USF is just one part of it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really do believe, you know, I've been here the entire time we've been in the West Coast Conference. And as far as top to bottom, quality teams, um, difficult games, I think this has been the best the league has been. Um, obviously, Gonzaga is a top, what, three team in the country. Um, and And then if you look down the line, I mean, every single team, it has been really, really competitive, minus Portland. 
um, who's I think is actually playing better now. So it'll be interesting in Vegas. I think the matchups are always interesting, and, and it'll be fun to get down there and, and compete for what we hope is a championship and an opportunity to play in March Madness. So on that note, if you go by Ken Palm, uh, WCC is ranked eighth, so it's top ten league, and, and finishing second in that league is saying something, and BYU is likely going to do just that here as soon as this game goes final in Moraga. So you're a second-place team in a top ten league, eighth in Ken Palm, and, uh, and, and that's something to be proud of, I think. Gonzaga is kind of a different breed in and of itself, but uh, and, and you know what? There were no quote-unquote slip-ups, right? I mean, every every game you lost was in the top tier of this league this year. That's right. Uh, and that was really something that was a, a focus of this team. Um, I think they, they came every night. They they approached every opponent with um, due respect. Uh, you know, we went out on the road and won games um, after not playing very well on the road in the preseason or in the non-conference. Um, so there's a lot of things that you know, there are a lot of things we wish we had back, you know, but I think there are a lot of things that we're, we're grateful for that we we really kind of lowered our head and got through it. Well, Coach, you're getting, you're getting a little older, uh, as we all are, but you've been through, a, you know, a lot of conference tournaments over the year. What What's kind of your approach to conference tournaments and maybe some keys for teams to be successful? Um, I think that it's really important to to really value it and understand that, it's kind of like a new birth for everybody. You know, everybody gets a, a, a the the. It's definite that the winner of that tournament gets to go to the to March Madness. And you know, we've been in a position before where we've, you know, everybody said we're in. You know, regardless of the tournament. Uh, certainly, that's not the case this year. Um, but it's an opportunity for every single team in the West Coast Conference to go down there and have a fresh start. And uh, so our Really, what we got to do right now is we got to get healthy. Um, and we got to take the week next week to get healthy. Uh, we got to stay sharp. You know, we got to get Gav back from inj- from uh, illness, um, and then we've got to manage the week right. And um, we'll uh, we'll jump on. You know, we, we won't know who we play until until Thursday. So uh, we'll have teams that really till Friday. Well, I'm sorry, till yeah. Friday, till yeah. Friday. Yep. So uh, we'll know kind of the three teams that are in the mix, and we've got to kind of, you know, prepare during the week to get ready to play them. But most importantly, we've got to maintain our, our sharp uh, edge and focus and competitiveness. BYU will play either San Diego. Uh, let's see. No, uh, let's see. Santa Clara, Santa Clara San, Diego. San Diego, or Portland. Uh, so the odds are. Saturday night. There's two of those, or three, two or three of those are my scouts, so that's bad odds for Vegas, right? <laughs> Dang it. No downtime for you. <laughs> yeah. Assistant head coach uh, Tim Lacombe with us. More from Tim coming up next here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show continues. Assistant head coach Tim Lacombe sitting in for Coach Dave Rose tonight. Uh, much more from Coach Rose coming up this next week. We'll have his and he'll have his coaches show on Tuesday night, and then uh, behind the mic with Greg Rubel, my one-hour radio show. We'll have Coach Rose for the entire hour on Wednesday night as we get into conference tournament time. Time now for our big time performance of the game, brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the My Rate checking account from Bank of American Fork. T.J. Haas averaged 30.5 points per game in two games against San Diego this year. 
But uh, we're going to go with Yoli Childs for tonight's big-time performance of the game because Yo was not too far behind him. He averaged 28 a game in the two games against San Diego along with 12.5 rebounds. Tonight he goes 29-13, and 13, blocks four shots, plus 21 to lead the team, Coach Lacombe. And as Mark noted, uh, defensively one of his better outings. Yo was big for you. Career highs in free throws attempted and made tonight, 14 of 19 as well. He got those extra two, you know, <laughs> yeah. after he missed the goal completely. Um, but... Proud of Yoli. He he competed hard, and in the first half, he came down with some really really big rebounds in traffic. We were having a hard time securing rebounds, and um, and he went and got a couple. You know, and Quince actually leaned over to me. He's like, "Man, that kid's hands are so strong." Um, he he just goes and gets balls, and um, he's grown up a bunch, um, and we're proud of him. He's uh, he, he had a he had a great night tonight, along with TJ, and I thought Zach came in and really gave us a huge lift as as well. Um, you know, with Gav being out, you know, Zach and Yoli kind of had a nice chemistry going together. Um, so all in all, just a great win. And, and uh, you know, Yoli and TJ kind of led the way. You mentioned Gab before the break, and again just now, update folks on what his situation actually is and the chances you you get him back at uh, something close to full strength here for Vegas. Well, the text he sent me is he's he's never been this sick in his life. I mean, he didn't get out of bed, and um, he actually was going to try to come in today and, and have team meal and stuff, but we, we just felt like it was better for him to rest and stay away and not give it, give it to anyone else. Um, you know, there's a bad strain of the flu going around, but um, he'll uh, – the nice thing is we don't play now for – uh, you know, week time, weeks time, and um, and he'll get feeling better, and uh, and we'll get him back. Cause, as you know, down the stretch, Gav's been really, really important. And I, you know, going to this game really nerve-wracking because he's a good match for for Pinheiro, and he's a good match inside for for the big guys. Uh, so we missed him tonight, but uh, glad we could get the win, and hopefully we'll get him back soon. Coach, senior night. Thoughts on McKay and Luke? Well, both guys uh, really kind of. Uh, went, you know, Luke was a guy we recruited out of out of high school, and um, you know he, he played two years and kind of decided he wanted to go on a mission. And uh, but Luke's been an unbelievable teammate, captain, leader, um, and just a guy that you love having in your locker room. You know, I don't know. There's one guy who could say anything negative about Luke other than maybe the hook and holds and the flagrant fouls every now and again. That he can't. You know, it's not his fault. He just kind of playing so hard. Um, McKay is a kid who we recruited out of high school, didn't end up offering him. He went to Weber, played against him, loved his toughness. Uh, when he came available, you know, decided that he wanted to come down here and walk on. Um, we had an awesome opportunity this summer to go up to Idaho and see his family because we'd never really gone through a recruiting process with him. But lives on a dairy farm, got a tour of the dairy farm, uh, <laughs> amazing dairy farm at that. Uh, the funniest part of it was, you know, we saw all this dairy stuff and cows being born. They had us over to the house and had uh, they had cookies and, and went to get the milk, and they had no milk in the house. <laughs> so we saw milk all day long, but there was no milk in we the We really tree. needed it. Yeah. So, uh, but just two guys that, again, you just love having in your locker room. You love having compete for you. And, uh, you know, McKay's out here on the floor. doesn't look like he wants to take that jersey off, mm. um, which, you know, everybody can understand. But. We're, we're grateful for those kids, and hopefully we play a lot more with them on our on our team. And with wife uh, Maddie, a pretty athletic duo. Oh yeah. 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 She will. Uh, she can really run, man. Uh, I pass. I see her running with the cross country girls every day on my way to work, and um, yeah, I think they, she could probably beat me in an endurance <laughs> race. I'm pretty sure of that. 
So a little bit more about this league before we let you go. There are four teams with 20-plus wins in this league, and you're not one of them yet. Okay, you're and, and you're one win away from, from becoming the fifth 20-win team so far in the WCC. On that note, anybody who thinks 20 wins still isn't a big deal is not a coach who's been doing this for a while. No. And, I, and, and to do it potentially 14 straight years, I... I, I I really shouldn't show my frustration at those who don't think it's a big deal anymore or it's not as big. It's still a big deal. And well, to do it as many years in a row, it's not easy. And, and again, you're on the cusp, and it's just a number. But that, that said, I hope people realize just how tough it is to do it year in, year out. And, uh, again, anybody who comes and watches any of these games knows there are no nights off. You don't get no. gimmies. Well, and I think our league especially, I think the one thing our league really did this year was to be scheduled up. You know, I mean, LMU's got 20 wins with – the likes of Georgetown, you know, on their schedule. And, um, you know, San Diego beat Colorado. And, I mean, uh, you just go down the list. And, uh, I, you know, one day when I'm not totally shackled uh, and I can go after some idiots on Twitter, which there's a lot of, um, they, they at some point they'll recognize and understand what, what it means. Because it's not always – it doesn't always just happen. Um, and coaches' consistency – and the level of, you know, play that the guy that he's brought to to this place over, you know, so long, at a certain point there'll be a there'll be a real gratefulness, and you know, it's always unfortunately our culture is now, you know, well what have you done for me, you know, whatever, but at the end of the day, you know, I actually got to hang out with Coach Roger Reed this week, um, and had some great conversations with him and. You know, there is some reverence for for what guys do when they're when they're gone, and uh, uh, what coach has done, and his ability to continue to coach winning basketball is is really impressive. You know, the phrase you know dip year, it's a real thing out there. Even really successful programs have have you know quote unquote down years, and and I don't think you can really point. You know, uh, you, sure, you'd love to be in the NCAA tournament advancing every year. doesn't happen for every team. But, but I think the other thing that's interesting is, I mean, you just go look at the at-large teams that are not in the Power Five or the quote-unquote powers, you know, the, the Power Five plus one, yeah. right? Um, there's not a lot every year. and, and The number's it, getting smaller. The number's getting smaller yeah. every year, and this year, let's see what it is. But it's hard to, to get in. So um, we have an opportunity to do that to earn our way in and that's what we got to focus on right now that's next las vegas and wcc tournament time coach tim lacombe thank you for the time congratulations to you and the guys on uh, the win tonight finishing things out the right way and being uh, a second place team in the wcc a second place team in a, in a top 10 league uh, second to gonzaga uh, it's an accomplishment and it matches byu's best ever uh, league finish since joining the WCC, best yeah. finish in uh, in four years. I'm proud of proud of these guys. This is this is all as you guys know. It's all about the guys you got, and really appreciate what you guys do. Um, you know, they they don't see you guys getting on those late flights or early flights, and you know, skipping work. And in Mark's sake, we really appreciate all you guys do, and uh, looking forward to uh, postseason now. It's our pleasure, and let's also note too, uh, biggest crowd in a few weeks. Uh, awesome, thirteen thousand ninety-five tonight for Senior Night. Awesome crowd in it. Tough weather night, right? But an awesome crowd. Thanks so much for the support and 
uh, really excited that Luke and, and McKay got to go out with a win. Nice night in the Marriott Center, finishing off an 11-5 conference campaign, and hopefully win number 20 is just around the bend a week from tonight. Thanks to Coach Tim Lacombe, we'll hear from Coach Sam Scholl. By the way, you might you might want to just uh, – uh, Sam Scholl's a guy that's been around this league quite a while as an assistant kind of paying his dues, and I know you, I know you respect what he's been able to do with the, with his guys. Yeah, cl- Sam and I have always been really close, and uh, – you know, he, he's right in the thick of things, but he, he did an awesome job. They had some injuries this year, um, but he took over a situation and, and stayed with it, and uh, Sam's he's got a bright future. We'll hear from sure. Sam next. You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, Dave Rose picking up his 200th home court victory tonight. BYU 87 and San Diego 73 is our final score. So a milestone win, a milestone win for Coach Rose tonight as the Cougs have finished league play at 11 and 5, go to 19 and 12 on the year. Now get ready for WCC tournament play as the three seed in Las Vegas. The head coach of the San Diego Toreros is Sam Scholl. He spoke with our intern Lindsey Peterson along with Assembled Media a short time ago here at the Marriott Center. Well, that's a big thing. You know, trying to be above 50% of the total rebounds is a big goal for us. Um, you know, and so we, that's one of our biggest game goals. And so, you know, we got to be aggressive to, to accomplish that. And we were able to, you know, able to battle a little bit on the glass. And um, obviously, Yili Childs and TJ Haas are having big seasons. Uh, how was it trying to contain them tonight? Well, we haven't figured it out yet. You know, we haven't figured it out yet because they had even bigger games at our place. Um, two times, they've, 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 I mean, they're just really talented players. Really talented. And then they know how to get. They know how to get to the free throw line. And you know, I think that's the biggest, one of the bigger parts of their of their game that's hard to stop. They know how to get to the line. You know? So you know, hopefully, if we are fortunate enough to get another opportunity, we'll maybe try to figure something out differently. Okay. And what do you hope carries over from the season, from this game, into the tournament next week? Well, just the, all the lessons that we've learned, you know, from the from the good games and the bad games, that we have all those implanted in our minds. We understand that you know the stuff that when we, that we. That we do when we do it, when we do well, you know that we do execute, we play well, and the things that have hurt us, we can't let happen, you know. And so it's just, it's about taking all those lessons, putting it in, and then, and then going out and not letting them happen. And there's lots of seniors on your team. How important have they been for you guys this season, and especially next week? They're, I mean, they've been outstanding. They've changed the face of our program. They've changed the way our program feels. Um, they're, they're excited. I mean, all their talk with them there was about, you know, the fact that we have our, another opportunity on Thursday. You know, and this is it. You know, this is what we all play for. You know, the position that we're in is what we're in. And so now we got to go out and attack it. And Provo is a unique place to come and play with the Marriott Center. How is it playing here? Oh, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's there's a lot of great energy. Uh, it's a great fan base. You know, and then getting the guys play well. I mean, they shoot the ball well here, and they're aggressive. And so, you know, it's one of the tougher places to play, you know, in the West Coast. All right, that's uh, Coach Sam Scholl, head coach of the San Diego Toreros. Thanks to Coach Scholl and our intern, Lindsey Lindsay Peterson, for those postgame comments a short time ago, wrapping things up on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show and wrapping up our broadcast for tonight. Final score is BYU 83 and 87 in San Diego 73. BYU ends a little two-game skid with a resounding win to end conference play and get set for the conference tournament in Las Vegas. And again, BYU ends the regular season 19-12, and 11-5 and in the West Coast Conference. Yes, once upon a time, BYU was 8-7 and seven on the season. So things really picked up and turned around in conference play. And BYU is one win shy now of 20 
for a 14th consecutive season. All 14 seasons of the Dave Rose era should BYU get one more victory. We hope it comes one week from tonight as BYU opens tournament play in the quarterfinals of the WCC Championships at the Orleans Arena. So Gonzaga finishes the conference campaign undefeated at 16-0. Zag 16-0, they are the one seed. St. Mary's goes to 11-5. They are the two seed, BYU 11-5, and, and the Cougs are the three. USF finishes 9-7. The Dons are the four seed. LMU at 8-8 eight and eight is the five. Uh, Santa Clara goes to 8-8, eight and eight, and the uh, Broncos, along with LMU, get a bye to Friday night. There's your five and six seeds right there. San Diego at 7-9 becomes the 7th seed. Pepperdine 6-10, the 8th seed. Pacific 4-12, the 9th. And Portland 0-16 becomes the 10th seed. Already had that actually solidified. So the WCC ends up as the only conference in the country with both a perfect team, Gonzaga 16-0, and a winless team, Portland at 0-16. But overall, top to bottom, quality of the league has never been better. And a lot of those stats do bear that out. And BYU finishes second in this league this season, tying BYU's best-ever finish as a West Coast Conference member. All right, that is going to do it for tonight. Our thanks to Cougar Nation for tuning in wherever you were or are this evening, over the air, on satellite, a phone, uh, a laptop, however you joined us. Glad you were with us. Our appreciation to the crew over at BYU Radio, engineer Sean Fay, control board operator Nathan Israelson, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our studio host, in for Jason Shepard. It was Ben Bagley all night and Lindsey Peterson doing double duty both over at BYU Radio and across the way here at the Marriott Center. Our courtside crew, my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, our statistician, Russell Larson, appreciation to the BYU basketball media relations crew, Kyle Chilton, Duff Tittle, uh, Jenny Wheeler, uh, Greg Marsh of San Diego, uh, Kyle's counterpart. We also appreciate to him uh, lining up Coach Scholl for our pregame interview. And it was good to hear from Coach Scholl in postgame as well. Our thanks to postgame guests Yoli Childs and Dave Rose wrapping up our broadcast for tonight. That's going to do it. The regular season's in the books. 31 games up and down. BYU 19-12. and 12. And next up, it is the WCC Tournament. Next Saturday night, BYU will have the late game. It'll be late, folks. It'll be roughly a 10.30 p.m. Mountain Time tip. Officially... It's supposed to go off at 9 o'clock Vegas time, 10 o'clock Mountain, but with the delays that come usually between games and games wrapping up, uh, probably closer to 10.30 next week Mountain time for the late Saturday night tip at the WCC quarterfinals at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. And so until then, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in, telling you once again, BYU's a winner over San Diego 87-73. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.